the one who knocks. Pop, pop. Oh, no. <laughs> Why don't you do something with your life? You contribute nothing to society. Good morning, Vietnam! Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? You know my code. Hoes before bros. You can't handle the truth. Guys, your girlfriend. Woof. Nobody calls me mad dog. Especially not some dooted up egg sucking gutter trash. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to My First Time, the podcast all about Christmas today. Uh, Each episode is our panel sits down to debate, dispute, and discuss a much-loved classic. They'll be joined by the first-timer, someone who's never before experienced that cultural icon. Will they see what the fuss is, or just be left wondering, what the hell was that? My name is Dan, and I'm joined each and every week by Eden. Merry Christmas. Aiden, ho, 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 and ho, ho. this week joining us for our Christmassy themed uh, issue is no stranger to listeners of the podcast. Uh, you've heard her name numerous times. It is my wife, Ashley. How are you? Hello, I'm very well. Notorious low scorer, <laughs> all-round podcast Grinch, <laughs> here me. for Christmas. I just don't think that's fair, because she hasn't had a chance to actually rate anything. You've been rating on her behalf. No, she, I told you this last episode, <laughs> yeah. she gives all the scores, even stuff she hasn't seen, I'll like, describe it. It's a zero, it's a zero, I'd hate Dirty Harry, that movie sucks. <laughs> so... Well, for our Christmas episode today, I thought we need to theme it up. So we, you may have noticed we, we ho-ho-ho'd from the beginning. We've all got my homemade recipe of eggnog in front of us. Delicious. How are we all enjoying it? Uh, it's fantastic. Interesting oh, that God. it said Paul's on the carton and not Aiden's then. That's my brother. Yeah. Uh, so Paul and Aiden's eggnog. <laughs> Paul Grant, I taught him how to make it and he thought I could I could market this. He's, so, he's um, bottled it. Yeah, well, he's done pretty well. It was a delicious eggnog brandy. That should have been our first time, just brandy. Yeah. <laughs> so Christmassy. It's very Christmassy. When else do you have brandy in anything? Never. Who even drinks brandy? I feel like you'd have to be some sort of faux sophisticate. Some sort of someone... not a real sophisticate. Brandy... But a faux sophisticate. No, definitely a faux sophisticate. Someone trying to be fancy. Do you have a brandy glaze on ham as well? Uh, yeah, you can do a, I think you can do that. I think that's so, a thing. So, yeah, brandy and Christmas, it's pretty hand in hand, isn't it? Yeah, it goes in your puddings as well, yeah, I think. Yeah. And I think it was that was one of the gifts that um, the wise men gave to Jesus back brandy. then. Brandy. Oh, I Grant, you said that's one of the gifts, like, of, like <laughs> short videos online. I mean, you're so 2017, aren't you, It's one of the gifts that the wise Men, you know, shared with Jesus. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about today, Ash? We have been watching Jingle All the Way. The Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. Very hard to find something that you haven't watched given your uh, great love of Christmas movies. It is very true. I've seen them all. So, yeah, Jingle All the Way it is. Well, let's get into it. I got a no, no, I, I don't feel like we need to clarify on that. It puts a bit of a context. How many Christmas films are you watching? Is this a tradition you do it every year and watch a whole lot? And... Well, last Christmas I was pregnant, and this Christmas I'm home with a baby, so I've got a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> I probably haven't done this for very long, probably just this year and last year. Okay. And you've worked your way through, I obviously, all watch... the Home Alones and all that sort of stuff. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't start there. I start with the bad Netflix ones and I watch <laughs> the good ones closer to Christmas. Okay. Well, I you... reckon I watch three or four a week. Wow. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes, <laughs> I would say sometimes a day. Whoa. And how do you deal with this, Dan? Do you sit down and enjoy them as well? I catch the odd glimmer of them. We were watching Mariah Carey's Netflix Christmas <laughs> special the other night. Well, Ash was while I was trying to finish my school reports. And that was... Horrible. One of the biggest turds of Christmas <laughs> thematics I'd ever seen. It was like you would imagine Mariah Carey, who has probably the most famous Christmas song of like recent time. All I want for Christmas is you. She's a huge star. You would imagine it would be so well produced, but it was crud. Terrible. It, wow. it was, it was a like, small stage, like too many people crammed on the stage. Was there small m- audience? Was it targeted more at children on stage than in the crowd <laughs> watching? <laughs> was it targeted at children? No. Okay. No. Was it? Well, I don't know. Because often for a cri- moment, often awesome. Christmas things Kelsey are <laughs> Christmas, Christmas things are often targeted at children. Like it's it's. Oh, a, there were children on stage, and, and she did, did talk to the children. Was she inappropriately dressed? Yeah. 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 Of course. No. Oh. <laughs> well, I just want to get the context. <laughs> you're you're deciding. That question was whether you go home and watch it or not, wasn't it? That was. Aiden, eyes are up here. Up here. <laughs> yeah. You are the Pretty dirty much. old man of the podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Let's. Uh, for those listening at home or in the car, wherever you are. If you haven't watched Jingle All The Way, let's try and bring you up to speed. (music) 1996's Jingle All The Way stars Arnold Schwarzenegger as neglectful father Howard Langston, who is desperate to get his hands on the year's hottest toy, a Turbo Man action figure, in order to make it up to his son for basically caring less about his boy than he does about selling mattresses. So on Christmas Eve, Howard sets off on what should be a simple job, get the toy, and then take his son to the Christmas Eve parade. But when all the Turbo Mans are sold out, and literally an entire store of shoppers and sale assistants openly laugh in his face for even thinking there might be one available, Howard has to resort to increasingly desperate measures to try to find the toy. The film's two main sources of conflict come from a couple of equally desperate rival dads. The first, played by the late Phil Hartman, is Howard's sleazy yet on the surface level perfect neighbour Ted, a single dad just desperate to sneak his candy cane into Howard's wife's stocking. The second desperate dad is Myron the Postman, played by Sinbad. That's right, Sinbad. (laughs) who is equally as desperate as Howard to get his hands on a Turbo Man doll. What happens from there is a mixture of the strange, think a criminal syndicate of Santas making toys for the black market, and the largely predictable as Myron and Howard get into a series of scrapes on their hunt for a Turbo Man, and sleazy Ted ultimately fails to woo Howard's somewhat neglected wife. The movie ends in the most ridiculous of scenarios as Howard unwittingly becomes Turbo Man for the Christmas Eve parade. Myron becomes his arch-rival Dementor. They fight for the last remaining Turbo Man doll that Howard is trying to give to his son who is watching the parade, during which Howard's son nearly dies numerous times and Howard actually takes to the skies to save the day thanks to the jetpack on his back. It's pretty silly stuff, but whether the film is a zany criticism of the commercialisation of Christmas or just cynical exploitation of materialism is up for debate. Jingle All The Way was only a moderate success upon release, but its fame has benefited greatly from its seasonal theme and yearly replay factor. So what did today's first time uh, make of it? Does Jingle All The Way sound out a joyous note in our hearts? Or is it just a dreadful clanging warning us to stay away? Oh, I did not enjoy it. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Neither really? did I. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it go 
goes for too long. <laughs> 89 minutes. Terrible. <laughs> it is a kids' film, though. I don't like kids' movies. <laughs> what, like tell, can you tell them films? why you don't like kids' movies? This yeah. is very important. I just think they're unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Expand on that. So, like, when we're watching Finding Nemo, what's your problem with that? The fish can't talk. And how do they... (laughs) And how do they go so far and there's problem solving? I don't think fish can do that. Did you like kids' films when you were a kid? I don't think so. (laughs) So you were never, like, more of a 7.30 report child. (laughs) As a kid, I liked watching things like Cool Runnings. That is a Cool Runnings that's is a, a great movie. Yeah, but that's yeah. believable and it's a real story. It's a family film, Believable Jamaicans um, on ice. Yeah, Isn't that right. a real story? Yeah, it oh. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest issue with that is they don't win at the end. I remember watching that as a kid and going, but they lost. What's? I, I don't get it. Isn't the heroes meant to win? I don't understand. Yeah, but Team Spirit. Yeah. Team Spirit one. I was never oh. a Team Spirit kind of guy. <laughs> all right, back to Jingle All The Way. What what was the first sign to you that you were not going to enjoy the movie? The very opening scene with oh, the, wow. um, what are they, like Power Rangers? Turbo Man to- Turbo and Dementor. Man. Which is, it was definitely Power Rangers, right? It, yeah, it was very Power Rangers-esque, but it was like from the TV show that Turbo Man's based on. Like, yeah, that's not right. Not that it's a real one, but they recreated it for the show, and it has terrible like word art that comes up on the screen that's clearly <laughs> made in 1996. Yeah. I liked the opening. Me too. Like, yeah, it just seemed like Rangers. such a payout of Power Rangers, <laughs> yeah. which was so stupid. Very and it... camp and over the top. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was a bad ad, like at the start of old movies. <laughs> you oh, were really you angry. You're like, is this film. the movie? Is this the movie? <laughs> like, And I was just like, just wait. Context is important. And that she's like, I, but I can't. If this is the movie. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's setting up the premise of the movie. <laughs> Oh, blimey. So one thing that really occurred to me straight away, and I only just Googled it then while we were talking about the opening scene, and there is a Reddit for it, is that coming out of watching The Room uh, in our last episode, there are some similarities. There were some things that Arnold says that were almost like Tommy Wiseau was delivering them. I kid you not, like you, like, like what? What are just we talking? Some of the way that Arnold talks in the movie has got this real Tommy Wiseau-ness about it, like a stiffness or a yeah. Like... And do you remember when in the in the room, uh, this the, one of the big ones for me in the room when Tommy's calling people a chicken, he goes cheap, 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 cheap. That is that in is Jingle All the Way. That. I did notice cheep, that. Cheep, 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 cheep. Yeah. I've never heard that in any <laughs> other two films. No, but it's also in Arrested Development. Yeah. I would say that's a cultural thing that we don't really say that in Australia, but that might be an American thing. But in Arrested Development, it was all like, you know, they just didn't know how chickens were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the other one was when uh, initially we're getting the setup of Howard being this really busy mattress salesman, and he's on the phone to all these different customers, and to everyone he says, "You're my number one customer," yeah. and like that's the that's another thing from the room. That's true. Yeah, but it's just bad dialogue. I think is what you're. No, comparing. no, but I actually wonder whether Tommy loves desperate. Jingle All the Way. <laughs> you're desperate to bring it There's, back to the room. It's, it's renowned that Tommy based heaps of the movie on his own favorite movies, you, and I wonder if he's a Jingle All the Way guy. You think that he loves Jingle All the Way, and he's taken little bits and pieces from it. I think that's possible. <laughs> I think maybe that's where the cheap, cheap and the number one customer comes from. Maybe.
Mate. You need to study like a YouTube conspiracy channel. I'm or gonna something. be going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> the thing with this podcast is we always try and bring it back to where's the Simpsons link? And you've started this new one where you're trying to bring yeah. it back yeah. to the room. What's the room link? Uh, Definitely. As far as the Simpsons link though, very clear one with mm. uh the one of the main characters who used to play Troy McClure on the Simpsons. Yeah, Phil Hartman. Yeah. Not only that, but uh, Yardley Smith, or however you pronounce her first name, was also in the movie as a brief cameo. She's what? the voice of Lisa Simpson, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what was she doing in the movie? Uh, I'm pretty sure she's the woman that he runs to and, like, you know, she he thinks that she's got the Turbo Man doll and so he buys it from oh. her and then she, he opens it and it's the bro- bo- Booster? Brewster? What's his uh, name? Ah, the rich lady in the car. Not in the, no, oh. no, not the one in the car, the one out in the street. And she's like, oh, yeah, here you go. And then she, he opens it and is like, no! And then he sees uh, the Turbo remember. Man in the back of the car driving away. Yeah, yeah. That's Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Phil, it's hard to Phil Hartman in anything now is just Troy McClure to me. Yeah, that uh, you can't. I'm like, oh, this stars Troy McClure as the sleazy dad. This is this is brilliant. <laughs> I love Phil Hartman in pretty much everything he's in. He's always that sort of jerk, punchable character. You just want, like, and he as soon as he arrived on screen, I was like, yes, fantastic. I'm on board. Did you have the same reaction when the name Sinbad came up in the credits? <laughs> <laughs> yes, fantastic. Can someone explain Sinbad to me? I don't get it. Who is he? Where did he pop up from? You know much about Sinbad? Nothing. <laughs> I think he was like a stand-up comedian, getting a little bit of fame in the nineties. Yeah. Is he like Carrot Top? Mm, or Polly Shaw? No, no. He he was more kid friendly, wasn't yeah, he? I yeah, think he was like a family friendly stand-up comedian yeah, guy. Nineties stand-up comedian. Only yeah, thing I know right. about him was I know he's in this. And as a kid, I watched this and I was like, cool, Sinbad's cool. <laughs> and uh, then he's in another film called like First Kid. Or something about the president's child, or maybe a child becomes the president and Sinbad's the bodyguard. I don't know. (laughs) So he's also in Coneheads. He's in Good Burger. He's in Sinbad, the first kid, which was the film you were referencing, I think. Is this... Phil Hartman or Sinbad? You're no, about. Sinbad. Sinbad's <laughs> in Coneheads? Because Phil Hartman's in Coneheads. Well, I actually read writing the intro that this is Phil Hartman and Sinbad's third collaboration. Oh. <laughs> Must have been good friends. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the opening sequence didn't get you on board, Ash, but did you give it a fair chance? Where, where did you kind of uh, really fall off the rails? I think there. <laughs> From there, Immediately, it was just wow. instant, instant hatred. And then I hated him when he's at work. As in when Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, when he's saying, what does he say to the customer? You're my number one customer yeah, or something. Yeah, irritating and he doesn't go home. See, he's I, meant to go home. Bad husband. Yeah. Bad husband. I, bad I know dad. that they were setting up the bad dad thing in that scene, but I, I sort of felt bad for him the whole way through because like, he really was just trying to be a good dad the whole time. Yeah. He's, they, did you see how expensive their house Shouldn't be? he have left work yeah. earlier? Did he working. have to take all those calls he's, on Christmas? He's two working days before so Christmas? that like his yeah, family can I don't, have a lovely house. I don't think you understand. <laughs> on Christmas Eve? I don't think you understand. They're his number one customers. Yeah, like, that's he, true. He has to work right up to Christmas that's Eve. That's true. <laughs> and he has painted his kid's bedroom with like a pretty cool Captain America mural. Yeah. That would have been amazing yeah, I, I if you were a teenage, uh, like wait, a young boy. Wait, did he paint it? Or oh, he's, uh, he's organised the painting. He's organized. paid for it. He's yeah. paid for it. In the your way. mind, is Arnie on the weekend just sitting there for, ooh, nice brush strokes on this one. Carey. He's an artist and an actor. I thought that the wife and child were very demanding of him. Yeah. And that like and that he he sort of was like trying his best, even though he might have been making a few mistakes. Ash, what's your take on that? <laughs> That's rough. 
great. <laughs> <laughs> The kid was so ungrateful. Well, no, the kid had a karate, whatever, he's getting a purple belt. Yeah. Your dad needs to be there. Absolutely. And what about all his stuff? Like, it's Christmas uh, Eve. And he's, is it, wasn't it Christmas? It, no, Christmas it wasn't Christmas party. Eve. It was a Christmas. Well, it was Christmas Eve Eve, and then Eve, Christmas Eve, Eve was yeah. when most of the film took so place. So it's Christmas yeah. Eve Eve, and all of his staff are working till after it's dark. I think it's rubbish. Well, Go home. No, but they were partying. No, they weren't. Were they? they were all partying in the office, yeah. like, oh, in the warehouse, yeah, like, hey. Well, I wonder whether this film and the th- traumatic experience that Arnie put on this child caused him to become, become Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. Of course. I, just, I wonder whether <laughs> this was the, the same dark trailer. Anakin Skywalker no, from The Phantom really? Menace. Yeah. Same kid. Pick that That's the, same kid. the second note I wrote, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> uh, did that make you hate no, the, like, the boy? It, Is that why you're against the boy? Because you hate the uh, Probably there's a little kid. bit of that. Like, I remember him being pretty... Like rigid in Phantom Menace. Well, so it was a couple of years later. I think this was '96, and that Phantom Menace was '99. Yeah, so, you know. but I still thought that the kid was a bit crap in this movie. But at the same time, I feel bad for him because everyone hates him from Phantom Menace. That I was like, oh, I'll go easy. But on I kind of think he's. His terrible acting or whatever is partly to do with the script. Like, the film does a lot of setting up, like, mm. so that you can understand their family, which I understood within 10 seconds. But, <laughs> like, the, the real clincher was right at the beginning where he goes, but, Dad, you've got to go to the parade. We go to it every year together. <laughs> Except last year yeah. and the year before. Yeah, <laughs> and the yeah. year before that. <laughs> but if I was Arnie, I'd be standing there going, yeah, I know, man. I remember. It was only 365 days ago. Like, I was there. No, but he wasn't there. That was the point. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm a stupid watcher of this film and I need to understand it. Stupid. Uh, the film is, I, I think we can all agree, it is stupid. It oh. is a stupid movie. I remember liking it as a kid, though. Oh, yeah, it's kid, got enough course. slapstick for a yeah. child, I think. I hadn't seen it. I, it seemed familiar. Like, the, the, so many, I feel like sitcoms have done the whole, you know, there's one toy left and yeah. you've got to get it. And, and the crappy dad, the crappy Christmas dad is, like, dad, such yeah. a trope. Like, And, like, the, the look of the whole, like, you know, it's a, an American 90s Christmas movie. So yeah. everyone is so well off in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> They've got fires roaring all the time. Incredible, the, huge two-story oh houses. Oh, my God, I just want it all. And, but... they, and they buy a deer just for the season. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but weird. Like, I hadn't seen it as a kid, but loved watching it. Loved every minute of it because I was I was like shouting out like Yeah, this is happening now. <laughs> I was like just absolutely on board the can whole we, way. Can you through. just describe one or two moments where you were doing that, <laughs> turning uh, into Oprah? Just okay, like, well, okay, okay. <laughs> a, a few of those moments were because of the great cameos that were in it. But like, I was just, I was just loved every bit of it. Like when, whenever Phil Hartman came onto screen and was doing something sleazy or like you know trying to get in there somewhere, it's like yeah, Phil Hartman. Can I say that the best <laughs> Phil Hartman line in the whole film is when he goes. I've been watching a family of deer. Uh, if nature's kind to them, they'll take him in when they're talking about the deer. And he's just like, yeah, I've been watching a family of deer. Like, it's just so <laughs> sincere and so weird and obscure. I'm like, what are you creeping on? This? I think Phil Hartman's performance is the highlight of oh, the film. Absolutely. Like, he is a great sleazy single yeah. dad. I feel like Arnold just dialing it in in this movie. I mean, he didn't. He didn't bring much to me. And I like Arnold as a comic act. I, I like really yeah. like Kindergarten Cop and Twins and... But this was, yeah, well, a bit average. I had a few his... notes about Schwarzenegger. Like, the main one that sticks out is his face is amazing, right? 
Like the expression. What do you mean? Like his. I know that he's a very expressive actor, but in this movie, his face does some weird things. It is huge and like made of rubber, basically. It's just doing like it is so over the top. What so are you talking top. about? Schwarzenegger's face. <laughs> he's got one face. He's got like either like delivering a scary line face, or he's got his like like comical. Oh, no, I, I exa- dispute that. He has got a a, a plethora of faces <laughs> in this movie. It's like he watched a different movie. <laughs> oh, I loved it. <laughs> Did you watch this film on Beetlejuice? Like I'm so confused. Are you sure yeah. you weren't watching Liar Liar? You go back and watch that movie, and you look at his I face. Won't. I it- promise you, I won't. <laughs> you know the drawing. His kid does of him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's excellent. I think that sums up Arnie's face. <laughs> but his kid clearly didn't draw that. I was no, looking clearly, at that drawing. But it's, such a, it's pretty good. Just a long head. It's yeah, long head. Big no, cheesy he's, smile. I think it's very yeah. Very I feel good. like I feel like he just had so many weird expressions in that movie. I loved him. <laughs> One thing I loved about the movie was the running joke of how much everyone literally hates Booster Turbo Man's like <laughs> pet. <laughs> thing slash sidekick <laughs> to the point that like no one's buying the booster toys but at the end of the movie in the parade uh arnie punches oh no the bad guy punches booster oh, yeah. and he falls off the and says no one likes you booster. <laughs> yeah and literally all these kids and adults run out from the crowd and just start beating <laughs> up on booster <laughs> like we hate you booster we hate you and voiced by uh, iago from aladdin Ah, who to me is Booger from, from Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. Who is uh, Curtis Armstrong. Actor is Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> and again, another moment where I was like, yeah, that's Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> How were you when uh, Jim Belushi rocked up? I was disappointed. Oh, <laughs> oh. Not a Jim Belushi guy. Oh. Even in a crap cameo? <laughs> I liked it. The moment in the movie where he is... Like with the Santas doing all their crazy stuff. So yeah, stuff. he's the like he's, he's like criminal syndicate Santa. Yeah, that it's got I Mickey mentioned from in the Seinfeld. little rundown. Yeah, it's hard to good. really explain that moment. You have to watch the film. It's like there's a whole warehouse mm. full of people in Santa outfits. Yeah. And another great cameo that excited me is the Big Show, who is yeah, like a really famous WWE wrestler, he's like a seven foot giant. So he's this enormous Santa that they wheel out to fight Arnie. Ash, how do you feel about Dan's love of um, wrestling and things? It makes me a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Why? A lot of half-dressed men, kind of oily. Very oily. <laughs> do you have any of the dolls? Dolls. All the action figures and things? Nah. Do I mean, I had a Hulk. Ho- I, had a, I had a bendy Hulk when I was a kid. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering if there was ever a time when your father had to run out and find the latest action figure for a, a wrestling type. It was hard to get. Action, Similar to the film. Wrestling action figures in Australia back in the 80s, right. hard to find. You, you don't want to have any wrestling action figures in the house? No. Oh, <laughs> I might have to return Willow's Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> a life-size Hulk Hogan doll. Um, when, what was the first film we all saw Arnie in? Because I think this might have been one of the earliest ones for me. Uh, mine was earlier than this. It was Terminator 2 at my friend Stephen's house, and my mum was furious when she found out. I would have been like six years old. <laughs> yeah, I think mine might have been Terminator 2 as well. I can't find at Stephen's house? Yeah, I think I was there. Oh, you were there? through the window. <laughs> you were that, Eden? <laughs> that's, that's me. <laughs> Creep. <laughs> Ash? I think for me it was twins. 
which I remember watching as a child, but I've since watched it and it's really inappropriate for children. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you don't get these things when you're a kid. No, not at all. Wash over your head. No, they're just cuddling under a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) How fun. When does that happen? Oh, yeah, no, no, it does. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just re watching the film in my mind. Yep. Yeah. No, no, that that bit with Jim Belushi is weird. I like uh, Jim Belushi, but Mickey from Seinfeld was great. Yeah, I like Mickey <laughs> playing his uh, normal another elf Christmas kind of, elf. Yeah. After Same he, character. Exactly. Is that great episode where he and Kramer are working in the department store? So um, another thing that I noted down here, and we'll get to your notes in a second, Ash, because I'm sure you've got plenty of them written down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, why? Uh, look, this might be a, an adult analysing a child's film, but why was Sinbad's character, who was a post officer... In the movie. <laughs> yep. Uh, why was he wearing his postman outfit <laughs> on a Saturday? Because it had stated that it was, Christmas Eve was a Saturday this year. Why was he wearing his work clothes on a Saturday? And also when he wasn't working, a bag he was not full working. of mail. Yeah. Because when he gets knocked over at one point in the chase for the toy, mail flies everywhere. Oh, just, and, and then he's got like the bombs and everything. Yeah. Oh, that we've got to talk about That's that. That is even stranger than the fact he's in his outfit on yeah. a Saturday. The bomb scene, Eden. Do you want to describe uh, that? So he is in a radio station, and he like basically needs to threaten Schwarzenegger and the DJ. So he pulls out a package from his sack. <laughs> And, and a room full of policemen. Oh, before then, though, he just uses a normal, oh, like, a right. sort of a yeah, fake yeah. package. It's like, it's, I got a bomb! And everyone's like, oh, my God. And it turns out it's not a bomb. But then the policemen will come. He pulls out another package and he's like, I got a bomb! And the police obviously have to take this seriously. And it's a bomb. Which they he, don't. Like, the head policeman's like, oh, I was a bomb squad guy. Uh, but up until that point, the film is actually fairly believable until the bomb goes off and the guy is still standing well, there, bomb-shocked, just covered in black soot. Genuinely. The, well, the thing was, so, like, they've got the bomb, he's shaking it, and then it cuts to Schwarzenegger's face, beautiful face, one of many <laughs> expressions on his face. <laughs> what is this? Outside the radio building. I think Kirsty's going to feel a bit uncomfortable <laughs> listening to this podcast. And I'm going to get some posters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it cuts to his face outside the radio station building, and you hear the big explosion. And immediately my reaction is just like, oh my god, dead. All dead. Yeah, I know. They are, they are dead. It's such a shocking moment, yeah. isn't it, that it actually oh explodes. My god. And then when it cuts back inside, obviously they're not dead. They're all just like covered in black. Yeah, you know, almost like a Looney Tunes explosion. Yeah, explosion. Still, that was... I just did a bit of research because I was thinking... My immediate thought was like, were like terrorist acts not a thing then? Like, why is a bomb actually exploding in a child's movie? But this was literally one year after the Unabomber attack. So like a bit like, even then it must have been a little bit like, ooh, too soon, too Mm. soon. Uh so you don't currently have any Arnold Schwarzenegger posters on your wall. I just well, we really skipped over that. We, uh, no, okay. I just, <laughs> have you sure. always been a big Arnie fan, or are you just discovering it through Jingle All the Way? I'm kind of just discovering it through Jingle All the Way. Right, <laughs> I love it. It's like you know because I've been a fan of Predator and and the Terminator movies, but no, oh, this is great. Have you done this, his comedy? The real before. one that won you. Yeah, well, I've I saw Twins when I was really yeah really young. Um, I think I, I've, I've seen Kindergarten Cop, but again, a long time I think ago. You, I think I think if you really want to, I think Kindergarten Cop should oh, be I'm, your next step because I think that's a great I'm going to be doing one. it. I'm super excited to see more comedies with those Arnie children get a lot of faces out of him. So hey. you'll be, <laughs> yeah, they do. 
Nice. Did you like that? Excellent. All right. Yeah. I feel like Ash is not getting enough mic time. What, what, what else did you <laughs> note about the film, Ash? Is well, there anything? after that bomb goes off, mm. that policeman is down in the parade and he's fine. Yeah. His hair's yeah. all slicked back. His face is clean. How does that happen? Does he have his, every his hands covered day? with... Does he get his hands burnt somehow, though? Oh, yeah. He's got that little... Wraps on, doesn't he? Yeah, I think that's uh, the coffee that spills. So Is the it... coffee's left permanent damage, <laughs> but not the bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's logic. Yeah. I did enjoy the recurring gag of every time Schwarzenegger had to do something kind of askew, the cop would be there to sort of see it. I found that irritating. I really? found that stuff irritating in movies. Is it because it stretches your believability yes. again? Why is he there again? <laughs> <laughs> also unbelievable in this movie, what is the timeline of his day? Yeah, the timeline is stretchy. It's a it? very long day. Very isn't it? long day. And so the parade would have to be at least like six and six in the evening. Yeah, but you, I'm thinking that time of year in America. It would be dark. Yeah. yeah. Very dark, very early. I think this is the longest day. <laughs> he goes to so many shops. <laughs> Finding a park. That's <laughs> true. It's true. Fights crazy Santa. There's a oh. bomb explosion. Chases that kid in the ball pit. Oh, yeah. Who does not look like a girl, by the way. Yeah, yeah no, I that agree. Was ex- uh, that was said in our house as well. Leah's sitting there go, oh, it's a girl. Oh, interesting haircut. <laughs> oh, and also he punches that reindeer in the face. And it does it get knocked out at that point? Yeah. And then he makes it drink alcohol. And does it have a black eye? Yeah, I was very <laughs> concerned with that reindeer. Yeah, what's, what's the equivalent of RSPCA? I guess Peter or Petter or whatever it's called. Yeah. Over in the, did they have issues with this film? Must have. It was animal cruelty at that moment. <laughs> Although, is it a mythical? Oh no, no, reindeers exist. No way. <laughs> It was just a mind slip. I know they're real. I just thought they might not have issue with it if it's a not a real animal, but it, but it is. Not it is. You've taken your boy to see a reindeer, and you're like, oh, it's just a horse. They stick some antlers on, kid. It's, like, it's not well, real. Santa has reindeers. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it was just a mind slip. I forgot they're real. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, shall we write? Oh man, I, don't, I want to go through some of the okay, like. Sorry, the, the, sorry. I know. I just like there were so many great little cameos in it, like Yardley Smith or Yardley Smith, who was the voice of Lisa. It had the guy who is the voice of Jerry in Rick and Morty, as and it was his first movie ever. Apparently, okay. wow. He was the guy in the shop who he asked, you know, have you got any left? And he's like, <laughs> you know, like. I recognise that guy. Yeah, like, yeah. He would have been in quite a lot of films. Yes. He's in Saturday Night Live. He, he started in Saturday Night Live oh, and went okay. on to do different things. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Chris Parnell. His name is Chris Parnell. He's also in Hot Rod and a lot of those like Lonely Island projects because yeah. of the Saturday Night Live connection. Oh, that's cool. Um, and not only that, but we had like Jackie Childs from Seinfeld was in it as the like the commentator of the parade. All right, I was watching oh, him. Because like, yeah. like, he just flashed up on screen. And I was like, yeah, Jackie Childs. <laughs> okay, that's a great moment. I was yeah. looking at that guy like, I know this guy, but he looks so young in this yeah. without the Jackie Childs moustache. <laughs> and the big glasses and, and everything. And the big yeah. glasses. He, he looks like 10 years younger. Yeah. Was that the guy with the weather name? Yeah, his name was Gale Force. (laughs) (laughs) Weatherman Gale Force. (laughs) Uh. One of the things I did love, I thought it was quite funny, and I think deliberately so, was not just how much every 
child was into Turbo Man in this movie. But in the world of Jingle All The Way, Turbo Man is a legit rock star celebrity for Ooh, yeah. adults as well. Like, yeah. Arnie's in a cab and he... And, you know, he's like, whoa, I've got to get there. And the cab driver's like, oh, the roads are full because Turbo Man's in the parade. And, like, everyone's going nuts when Turbo Man appears in the parade. All the adults in the crowd are, like, up and down, arms yeah. in the air. And I was like, okay, that's a bit funny. I, I like how much everyone's enjoying this really crap Power Rangers ripoff. Yeah. And then there's that great moment of uh, high-quality 90s CGI. Oh. <laughs> that oh. lost me more than anything. Yeah. The ending is horrendous bad. with the jet. Pack. Oh, terrible. Yeah, that was really terrible. bad, that bit. So, yeah, like, he has, like, a fully functional, like, Turbo Man suit. Yeah. And starts a, just... Pr- a prototype suit, it is, I believe they say. Yeah, because the last dude that wore it died. died. <laughs> now, there were some signs of movement. That was, they said that was one of the better jokes in the film. Yeah. Um... But yeah, like he's literally flying around. It is horrendous so effects. Bad. It is almost as bad as Power Rangers. Like that's the kind of crappy quality special effects that they have in that last. So what they're going for was it deliberately bad? But it was around the same time, it's meant to be re- no. But that's the thing. Like the Power Rangers bit at the beginning can look bad because it's meant to be a rip off of Power Rangers. But the CGI at the end. Should be, it's real life now. He's got a jetpack. Yeah, but you've got to remember, this is 20 years ago this film came out. Like, yes. that probably was, it was the best part of Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the touchstone. Yeah. If you came out around Jurassic Park, you can still have decent effects. Exactly. Wow, no, that was yeah. horrendous. Uh, so, would anyone be keen for the 2014 sequel? <laughs> oh, I heard about this. Made by WWE Studio. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I found it funny that like the film was okay at the box office. It did all right. Um, but close to 20 years later, they thought, now it's time for a sequel. And it's pretty much exactly the same storyline. It's, it's a dad that tries to get a toy for his daughter this time. It's a teddy bear. Uh, and it stars another weirdo like Sinbad. Um, oh, what's his name? Santino Marella. No, 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 no. The, um, there's another like... No, he's, the, he's the like... So WWE Studios have made all these films and they just do it to try to make stars out of their actors. Like, they they got The Rock there. Uh, They've been trying desperately to get at least one more wrestler (laughs) to become a Hollywood star. That hasn't really worked. Maybe John Cena's the closest they've managed to get, but... Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. He's terrible. He's the guy I was thinking of. And another person that's got a weird name from the 90s that I don't quite understand... Well, why he's the cable guy? Yeah, but like, like it was just the... a character he played as a stand-up, wasn't it? Like, yeah, I guess so. But the, now that's his name. Like, like, yeah. Why do people have these weird names, like Simbad or Carrot Top or <laughs> insert any of the above? I just don't get it. I feel like I skipped that part of the nineties, and I don't understand why these people are called these yeah, things. Serious on a yeah. local Carrot Top's a redhead, though, right? Like, no, I get it, but why not just use your name? Good point. I don't know. Anyway, so the, he he another guy with a stupid name is in the sequel uh, that came out a couple of years ago. Here's a theory for you, maybe just before we get to the scores, that Jingle All The Way was the death knell for Arnie as a box office leading man. So this was 1996. You can look at... Uh, so these are the films he made prior to. So we've got... Uh, in the 90s, uh, Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, Terminator 2, Last Action Hero, True Lies. So for this premise, you're saying that all of these were good up until this point? These are all big They're films. Amazing yep. movies. They're Agreed. amazing movies. Agreed. True Lies, Junior, Eraser, Jingle All The Way, and then listen to some of these stinkers. 
Batman and Robin. <coughs> End of I'm, days. I'm going to have to stop you day. there. Collateral damage. Terminator 3. I around said, the world in 80 days. I'm going to have to stop you there. I loved Batman and Robin. Oh, you're off the pot. That is the worst. <laughs> there was an Arnie poster on my wall oh! of oh! Batman and Robin. Oh, Robin. Can I get that? But it was more, <laughs> it was more for Alicia Silverstone in the Batgirl costume. But, but I really did like that film. <laughs> and that is the worst Batman. That's probably it's the terrible. worst mainstream superhero movie ever made. That sucks. Nah, Fantastic Four was pretty bad. Oh, I haven't seen it. It might be worse, but it's the the Clooney. That's the Clooney yeah. bat nipples Batman. Yeah, but it's, it's also. Like, but that I, is the that I is the Disney it. on Ice equivalent of I, a Batman movie. I didn't it see any so of that. Bad. I was just so fixated on Alicia Silverstone in Batgirl. I'm like, you're the creepy old. <laughs> this was like I was 12 or 13 when that film came out. I was like, there are girls. Maybe all don't of a sudden, have to that it film now. meant a lot to me. Anyway. <laughs> It's a, it's a pretty steep drop-off for yeah. Arnie after Jingle all the way. Like He basically dies as a leading man in the next uh, two or three films. That he becomes governor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, now I think he's sort of... Coming back. He's sort of coming back, isn't he? A in, little in, bit. in CGI form. In CGI form, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it might be time to wrap this discussion up and give this film a rating. What do we think? Okay, so first score iPhone test. Was this compelling entertainment that forced you not to look at your phone? Bearing in mind that in 1996 when this film came out, we didn't have iPhones. Does that affect the scoring at all? Do we have to bear that in mind? Probably not. Probably not. But there were moments in the film that could have benefited from a phone, though. <laughs> no, but I just thought, like, when the yeah. film was being made, they weren't thinking I had to compete with an iPhone. Yeah. They were just thinking, I've got to what compete you... with Lego. Or and what whatever. do you mean, like, benefited from a phone? Well, I just think that it was so frustrating that he wasn't coming <laughs> home and he couldn't message and he had to go to the payphone. That's so annoying. But he, it also and worked... the internet. If he had the internet, he could have found that toy heaps fast. It also worked for <laughs> his advantage, though, that he didn't have his wife constantly, like, couldn't she couldn't check up on him. That's true. Like, he, he got away with a whole day out of the house <laughs> <laughs> because she couldn't contact him because he was... Didn't have a mobile phone. That's, and didn't bother that head. is the comment of a very housebound <laughs> young father. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. I just mean like the whole thing is he's like, oh, just I'll only be out for that a, was half a plea an hour. for help. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't. I love my time at home with my family. If they are listening right now. <laughs> uh, so well, let's score it. iPhone test uh, quickly. Ash, I did check my phone a few times. I'll say two. It's decent. Eden? I checked my phone a few times, but only to check out cool facts about the movie. I'm going to go four. I was engaged. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> what is that on your phone that I can see there? Is that Arnie? Is your background uh, now? No, I don't cool. know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I reckon it too as well. It's pretty engaging, but at the same time, I did spend a lot of time like going through the IMDb of all the different people I saw on the screen, the, the cameos and whatnot. Yeah, to be fair, I didn't really enjoy it, but it was sort of zany enough with enough weird things happening like the bomb and the the reindeer that it kept me pretty engaged. I'm going to give it a three. All right, uh, cultural significance. Do you feel like you've watched something of importance in the pop culture sphere, Ashley? I think I've watched something that people talk about, I suppose, but no, I don't think it added anything to my... Pop culture repertoire. <laughs> so I might say a two. You don't think you'll be sitting around the Christmas dinner table going, oh, like, 
like that happened in Jingle all the way. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> Sorry, was that your Ash impersonation, Jacinta? What, what impersonation? You should was hear that? her on Christmas Day. She gets very snooty. <laughs> <laughs> right, too much eggnog on Christmas. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give it a three for pop culture oh. significance. I feel like. I don't know, I feel like when it's got that many cameos and it's got that many sort of like, it's got a real 90s feel to it, I think it is kind of a significant movie, but no, it's not. It's not. In the Christmas genre? In the Christmas genre, I think it is kind of important. I'm going to get it only a two, because I do think it's a lone wolf in that there's nothing really that connects to it as far as, I don't know that I've seen it parodied in anywhere or referenced in other films like we talked about um, Home Alone being referenced in different things. It's not a Simpsons takeoff. I don't know. I think it's probably only a two. If I can get the uh, my my room theories off the ground, oh my goodness, it's probably a four or five. But as it stands at the moment, uh, I I think it's just a one. It exists. You know, it's a Christmas movie. It's got a big star in it, and there actually really aren't that many big Christmas movies with significant movie stars in them. But I, I think it's one. If you have just heard of it, you're probably just as good as having watched it, to be honest. Uh, returnability, something that you can watch again, Ash? Uh, I think if I ever have to watch that again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll go a one. And I like bad Christmas movies, so that says a lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go four. I, never, oh, I, gosh. <laughs> I liked it. It's I liked so it a positive. lot. I could definitely watch it again. Is this going to be like a Christmas? It might turn into a tradition for me. I loved it. I thought... I thought it was a lot of fun. Like, I think it's a crappy movie, yeah. but like, I think it was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> okay. Hayden? I watched it as a kid. I remember really enjoying it. Um, I watched it as an adult and didn't have that same enjoyment, but I did have something different in that I watched it and I had a new perspective because I could kind of relate to Arnie. Like, I would do anything for my little son and if he well, wants... Including missing his karate lessons. Well, I'm, I'm not saying I would have to sit through all of his sporting activities, but I would, I would get him whatever toy he wants type thing. Like, you, you want to be the... Make up for yeah, you want all to be the, the podcasts you've recorded instead of the, <laughs> going to the significant moments in his life. But you want to be the provider, and, and so I, I kind of related to that. And I think this is a good film for kids. I think I would watch it with him in the future, but never on my own. So let's go again a two. I think that's all I've really thrown out this episode. <laughs> I'm going to give this uh, one as well. It, uh, to me, it's very unreturnable, but it is Christmassy and so it has uh, returnability because if it's Christmas, it's on, you know, it's on one of the digital channels on TV. <laughs> I've got nothing better to do. I'll probably watch it just for the Christmassy vibe. So it's a one. If it wasn't Christmas related, like if he was buying that toy for the kid's birthday or something, it would be a better. zero for me. It would be a zero. <laughs> it's only the Christmas factor that gets it over the line for a score. Uh, now, this is a weird category now that we actually have. Well, for me, I have my partner in the studio. Do I get to give my score separate to hers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we should go back to the origins of this segment. It should be... Is it something you would watch with a partner, not necessarily your specific partner? Oh, I feel like now that we, I feel like we committed, that, that, that really changes like all the scores we've got in the bank. All right, well maybe it should be exactly the same score then. Your score needs to be what Ash's score is because you are. It would be the same. I'm going to score it secretly first here. Yeah, good idea. And then I'll give that score, <laughs> and we'll see if we match. All right, Ash, what are you giving it? 
So it's if I would watch it with my partner. Yes. But you, you have to think about me. Uh, well, I think you would like it more than me, and I would probably watch it if you liked it. So maybe let's say a two. Okay. All right, yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah, so the score, hang on, I'm getting, I'm wrapping my yeah. head around this. Don't so overthink I'm this. I'm scoring for if I could watch it with her, she's scoring if she could watch it with me. So we can give legitimately can give, yeah, different that, yeah, scores. Yeah, but don't that. overthink it. It's a podcast. <laughs> I don't want someone to no. be in the car getting distracted on the road because they can't wrap their head around this, Aiden. <laughs> yeah, no, I will field any complaints we get on the social media. Don't worry. Um, Kirsty couldn't watch it all with me, but she did come in several times and loved it. So I'm going to go for a yes. Did she leave the room because um, you were awkwardly <laughs> drooling over Arnold Schwarzenegger? She might have given me some privacy. It was, it was a jealousy thing. <laughs> no, she loved it. She would like kept coming in and was just like, "This is great." So I'm going to go four. I a really recommend... high score. Have, did you ever hear the song Arnold by Luke Millian, the uh, no. Adelaide DJ? No, I don't think so. You need to YouTube that yeah. video clip. I think it's going to be right up your alley. <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> Aiden? I just love the positivity that's coming out from Eden. Like, like yeah. she kept walking in and just going, it's a great film. Yeah. Oh, she loved it. <laughs> the bits that she saw. <laughs> you live on uh, Candy Cane Lane, don't I you? I do. I do. Uh, I'm going to hit it with a three for this one. Uh, Leah kept coming in and in, enjoying it, but we, if we can peep the curtain back for a second, I think we had a fight just before I hit play on the film, and so it was her way of like, you know, we're all good, I'm enjoying the film with you. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> was it about the fact that you're missing significant moments in Jethro's life? Was that what the fight was about? My son is fine. He was asleep in the other room. Uh, no, so I think, yeah, probably a three. We're fine now. We're fine now, by the way. I should just clarify. It wasn't wasn't a big fight. It was just, you know, something little trivial. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lots of pleas for help. (laughs) I scored it a one for partner friendliness. Okay, got the nod of approval. All right, so let's have a little break while we add up the scores. We will return after these messages. All right, so for today's round of plugs, we're going to be plugging uh, not something we've discovered in the previous week or two. We're going to be plugging what we believe is the utmost, the most excellent Christmas entertainment or piece of pop culture. It could be a song, a movie, album, a TV special, whatever it is that uh, you have in mind. Let's start with you, Aiden. What are you thinking for... The number one Christmas. Do we have a time limit? Ah, oh, good question. Yeah. Let's go... Oh, it's Christmas. 30 <laughs> seconds. Oh, good. I thought we were Thanks, getting a Grinch Santa. situation there. Okay, if my wife is listening, she knows exactly what I'm about to plug. It is Yogi Bear's First Christmas. It is a beautiful film that has been passed down from generation to generation in my family. My father watched it with I. I watched it on my own. Then I watched it with my son. And it's the beautiful story of Yogi hibernates every year over Christmas, but for some reason he gets woken this year and he has his very first Christmas. And the following weeks after watching, I impersonate Yogi over and over and over. That would be horrendous for everyone involved in your life. Hey, boo-boo-boo, what is that uh, noise I can hear? It sounds like a a festive experience. I had a timer on then, sorry about that. Ah, Awful. <laughs> Have you watched it? Have any of you watched I've it? Never, I've never, never seen it. I've never, never seen will. it. You're I missing mean, Christmas brilliance. Yeah. 
Don't We're doing that. that next year, I'm telling you. <laughs> no, no one's ever heard of it except you, Aiden. Hey, none of that. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, Aiden, uh, what's yours? Okay, well, you said like the utmost Christmas experience, but I don't really have a like a Christmas tradition, a thing that I watch or listen to every Christmas. But one, the first thing that came to my mind was Scrooged with Bill Murray. <laughs> um, I love that movie, and I do try to watch it every so often, every few Christmases. I'll crack it out. It's got wicked gags in it, and that's about it. It's basically the story of Christmas, a Christmas Carol, but done in... Your Charles Dickens story. Yeah, Charles Dickens story, but uh, done in modern times is with it, uh, Bill Murray. Is it really good? I remember when I watched it once, it seems slow. It's a bit slow, but so is the original story. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a good, it's a good movie. It's got, like, hilarious Christmas ghosts. The woman who is the ghost of Christmas past is pretty funny. <laughs> I think that's time. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't I had... actually actually record. I didn't actually start the time then. Oh, but good. I, I prefer the Muppets enough. version really? personally, but that's just me. There's a new movie coming out about the writing of uh, the Scrooge Tale really? by Charles Dickens, starring the guy from Legion. What's his name? Dan Stevens or something? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That'd be that sounds. Fantastic! It's like a it's like a musical or something. Is this still part of Eden's time, or are we? No, no, this is extra okay, just, time. Just this is just. I feel like you got a lot of time. Just... <laughs> You're very pedantic when it's anyone else. When it's you, you're happy to answer further questions, field all inquiries. Anyone else gets one. I'm bored. Move it along. Ash, what's your favourite Christmas thing? Well, I like all things Christmas. Every Christmas, I listen to Mariah Carey's Christmas album. It's amazing. And I love uh, Miracle on 34th Street, Elf, Home Alone. How many things do you think you're allowed to say? <laughs> all <laughs> Christmas <laughs> choose one thing. <laughs> right I couldn't down. choose. I like all of them. Yeah. It's and out I of watch control. Every, Christmas and every Christmas movie on Netflix every Christmas. That's <laughs> what I was thinking should be your thing. The combined experience of watching every terrible Netflix Christmas movie. I watch them all. Did you watch A Very Murray Christmas? Yeah. Oh, that but was, that's a good one. That was really oh, good. good. I'm like, talking like not even one star rated films. <laughs> like, and actors you've never heard of. <laughs> all with the same very generic title. A Christmas Prince. A Christmas Husband. <laughs> Miracle on Christmas. <laughs> Miracle on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Husbands and Angels. <laughs> like, they're all so the thing that you're plugging and recommending for our listeners is Christmas in general. Uh, Christmas yeah. in general. <laughs> okay. Just, I just wanted to make sure That's what great. we were doing here. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah. Dan, 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Go. My favourite one is uh, a recent one, the one that I've really grown to love, is The Night Before, which is like a Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Is that his name? Yeah. Correct, and yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like The Night Before Christmas. It's their last big party before all they're all having kids and becoming adults. It's really stupid, but very funny. Uh, heaps inappropriate at times, but hilarious. And a lot of Home Alone references, which I love. <laughs> like Riffs on that a lot. Excellent. And and it's terrific. If you've not seen it, I recommend it. I wasn't tiring, but I just felt like you'd had enough. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I felt like I'd had enough to have nothing else to say about the yeah. movie. Uh, all right. Let's get back to Jingle All The Way. How have I not talked about Rita Wilson in this podcast? I love her. Who's Rita Wilson? His wife. Wait, in you said movie. his, like he nodded to Dan. Like, oh, what no, are you talking no. about? <laughs> My <laughs> first wife, Rita Wilson. <laughs> Anna Schwarzenegger's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is she... Tom Hanks' wife. Yeah, Tom Hanks' yeah. wife. In they're... real life, that's, in that's real Tom Hanks'. I think they're very poorly matched in this movie. I don't think so. I was thinking, like, she's she's a pretty hot, older mum type 
character. Like, I think she was good for Arnie. Kirsty mentioned as soon as Rita Wilson came onto screen, you know, oh, there's that woman who plays every wife in a 90s yeah. movie. Yeah, she's very yeah. wife. But she, I, think she, I think she's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I loved the 90s ness. Why of didn't it. you think that was probably. I don't know, because I think she's smart. <laughs> oh, right, and Arnie's a dumbass. Do you, think, you think he's dumb just because of the accent? That is the most racist thing ever said <laughs> on our podcast. Accent. How dare you come in here with your racist profanities and propaganda. <laughs> there was that horrible moment in the movie where like, Arnie did that like racist Asian kind of karate bit. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I felt, I felt a bit kind of like, ooh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his, his son corrects him. Like, oh, dad. Yeah. He was one step away from pulling oh, back his I eyes, know, wasn't I he? Know, like, <laughs> he just couldn't do that while holding the belt, so he had to give it up. <laughs> I bet it's in the off-cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Director's edition <laughs> that never got released. <laughs> All right, so the scores are in, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a pretty low score for Jingle All the way it is a 27.75 <laughs> putting it ahead of some things such as Enya Cruel Intentions and Blade Runner no, what okay I take all my scores back they're all they're all dropping down two points <laughs> mate you loved Arnie Don't I did love it I loved it I thought it was a great movie <laughs> I love that it's it's <laughs> higher rated than Blade Runner. Uh, well, that's going to be my ongoing uh, joy is to see terrible movies get better scores than Blade Runner. Right, I'm going say- to I'm gonna have to really be aware of this now. <laughs> ongoing joys. Uh, this is the last episode for the year, but we will be back in the new year. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have a little Christmas break ourselves, drink some nog, punch some reindeers. <laughs> and yeah, we'll be back in 2018, bigger and better than ever. I feel like we might need to hit up some more highbrow fare at some point early in the new year. We've had some pretty trashy <laughs> stuff to finish the year. The room, jingle all the way, cruel intentions. Before we go, Ash, is there anything that you'd like to plug as we do offer to all of our guests? No. <laughs> <laughs> just Christmas movies on Netflix, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, just thought there Christmas. might be something that you're doing that you know you'd like people to know about or no. Looking after my child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Join Ash in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you'd like to, that'd be nice. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you have a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Be safe. Love one another. See you next year. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Or something like that. (laughs) Hi, this is Arnold. Your instructor. Down, up, down.